0: Well, howdy. I hadn't been for Cotton Eye Joe. I'd have been a long time ago. Where you come from, where you go. Where you come from, Cotton Eye Joe. Ding, 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 You got to put your, gotta put your uh, elbows up a little more if you're dancing like that. <Kwang arguable sound> Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. There you
1: go. There you go, Cotton Eye Joe.
0: Nailed it. I have to do all of my horrible deviant shit, I feel like, before we even start to go live, because I feel like I can be a deviant off camera, but once we're on camera, I'm like, ah, oh, I gotta... Uh, I gotta not... I gotta not be me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Everything's fine! Nothing to see here, folks! Nothing to fucking see here! Woo!
1: <laughs> we got uh, Mr. V, but let me just set that up. Oi, oi,
2: oi! How's it going, mate?
1: Here we go. you
2: Hey, that's kind of cool. It comes up with your two-sided podcast YouTube link in the fucking thingy, in the thingy on the screen with the things. That's Fuck fucking yeah, brilliant. I love good it. job, man. For one, Stereo I did a thing that was okay. <laughs> all
0: right. You you give credit to Stereo. I give credit to John. I'm trying to give John all credit for anything good that happens in this show. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> so far <first>, is one thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, but ooh, bad URL. The website you were looking for has been canceled. I'm sorry. Fuck off, John.
2: <laughs> and um I love the word I love the word ambivalence. It's my favorite emotion. It really is.
0: Right? No, ambivalence is one of my favorite states of being. Um, right the other one that um um shit i'm gonna think about it it's gonna hit me like a ton of bricks but complacency Ooh, i'm a big fan of complacency
1: Complacency's good
0: all right this is the part where you Ba-ba-ba-ba. this is the part john i think it might be apropos to play a little ditty that you planned or maybe in the show i don't know but i feel like this could be the intro of the YouTube show of just so it's not so abrupt.
1: I happen to have something uh, and uh, it's a little something that Mr. V gave us. So you ready for it? Oh, are you talking about chlamydia? Because he gave that
0: to the koalas, but let's see what else he gave us. I'm ready. Okay.
2: Yeah. I'm a Fact finder and I'll remind you of When I say I researched this all day But we are two-sided parts You need to rebut all i say with all of your rage tell me why i've got red hair and ginger pubes tell me why you bitch and moan it's all you do now it's time to get drunk and go on stereo that's the two-sided way <laughs> oh
0: folks If you like what you heard here Make sure you smash that subscribe button Hit that alert button It's a little bell down the lower left, lower right I don't know, I'm not in your house I don't see what it is But go ahead, we're about to go live You'll see our fucking beautiful faces Here's me face, how's it going you beautiful mugs? Right, good on you. Uh That was our good friend Mr. V uh, Oh Jesus Christ John That's John L. Peacock Hi, uh, Engineer, extraordinaire <laughs> Uh, And here's me, and that's my Um, boy. I tell you what, I tell you what, we're gonna we're gonna do better. Like there's, it was good. Like I wasn't sure if it was your lack of engineering skills or it was the recording, but somehow you ruined. I was so looking forward to all of it, and somehow you threw in a didgeridoo into it. Still, like I've mixed it. Like no, you didn't. (laughs) This is like, this is like. This is like puffy without Biggie. Like it just no. Like you were good before, and now you had to become P. Diddy because you can't do it any but more. Like, no, no. Don't add to what is already perfect.
1: We got we got the original artist over here. We got Mr. V. Ha! <laughs> Seriously oh, the man. worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, I was I was gonna say the mixing edit or the singing song because the singing song was great. Like I'm all about that. But John's right. so like, I'm gonna have it fade in and out, be really far away. I'm gonna hold it on my phone and play it. It's like it's like a, a an eight year old like ah, this is my favorite song from Thundercats, and holding his his little tape recorder up to the TV and like this is my new favorite song. Everyone will listen to it. It's like that's your recording style. That's correct. And also. <laughs> Let's put didgeridoo with it. Perfect. Just because he's Australian doesn't mean you have to fucking pander to him, John. Don't pander to him. Don't pander.
3: Don't pander. Oh, Mr. Fee. That was a brilliant, brilliant, beautiful, (laughs) brilliant theme song. Tell me why you had to record that song. Because now (laughs) it's in my head forever. (laughs) That's lovely. Gentlemen, you're looking fine. You're looking fancy, MFA. Hey. Yeah, you doing? That is great. how you doing? Hey, how are you? Hey, how, are you, doing? how are you doing?
0: Hey, MFA, tell me why, how you doing? <laughs> Didn't come out of your mouth <laughs> first off. Tell me why. <laughs> uh, yeah, so here we are, another beautiful Thursday um we're the stereo streets we're also on youtube live right now so profiles in our profile links in our link. that's right that's right um, uh, take them invert them and that's exactly what we meant so click in there you can see our ugly mugs and um, type some messages otherwise you can come on stereo send, leave some likes some dislikes as long as you smash that subscribe button or smash a shot which i think we have ready Oh, because oh. it is a Thursday, are you?
1: Look at you! It is a Thursday.
0: Look at him! Look at him, folks! Look at him—he's unprepared. This is the first time I win. I win.
1: All right. I was doing God other damn, things like, enough. like wonderfully editing that that beautiful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. I would <laughs> thanks, honestly Mr. B. say,
0: thanks, Mister V. I would honestly say, cheers. Um, who? Your time would have been better spent drinking. I'll be honest. You're like, I got to get more didgeridoo in there. I got to get the do because that's what we're all about. It's a brand. Right now, it's a lifestyle brand. John's trying to make us a brand. Come on. You like Supreme? You like Supreme? Well, you'll love didgeridoo because we don't mind if you do too.
3: Oh, shit. Don't forget to hit the like button if you like what you hear and smash that subscribe button and share the show. Cheers, fellas. School. Yeah. Yeah.
0: School. My my girl MFA. Goddamn. I love her. Anyone out there, and that's that's also on the YouTubes, also on the streets, anyone who's listening to this at any point, my girl MFA, uh motherfucking them. Mother F in America is her is her name MFA, but go on Twitch and she's a a a streamer, fucking great games, hilarious content, great gamer. Yep. But yeah, follow her shit. She's in the she's there. She's one of our good people. Uh, What we call a founding member, we call like a a board member. It's a member of the city council. All the all she's in the think tank. All the decisions are made mainly right here. (laughs) And they get jammed in your chest if you swallow them too quickly.
2: <laughs> well, it's midday Friday for me, and Boy. I'm driving, but I am yeah. I am smashing down, I am smashing down this um the the rest of this box of um, uh, Fruit Loops, oh, and they're nice. delicious. They're in, they're sitting on my lap, and I'm just smashing okay. down whilst driving. Nom, yeah. nom, 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 nom. S-
0: nom, 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 nom. nom, nom, nom. Hey hey everybody if you like what you see here smash those fruit loops and keep on driving we'll see you next time
1: (laughs) don't be afraid to try
0: other cereals too
1: what do you say we uh we start the show
0: oh if only there was a god in heaven who could make more didgeridoo come into my life on your behest oh
1: my life would be complete i don't know if that would happen but ask you shall receive howdy (laughs) God damn it. it's the same thing it's the worst oh no oh no <laughs> i'm john l john. peacock in brooklyn new york this is my boy pete out in southern california and you're listening to two-sided where every episode i challenge pete with a bit of the two sides of life the fun and the serious
0: and I take that challenge, John L- challenge John L. Peacock, and I look you dead in the eye in the camera of the YouTubes. If people will subscribe and smash that like button, and I say nay. It is the me or the you, the right or the wrong, John. The right is smashing the subscribe, the wrong is ignoring and passing on to kittens falling off logs. No. I think that's where everyone goes on
1: YouTube. I don't know. I'm not here. <laughs> You're not happy. You're not with it. <laughs> well, we we got a, a bit of a show today, so I'm going to just jump right into our first uh... <laughs> tin can room round. Tin can room round. Hey, wait
2: a minute! You guys are fucking with me. I thought you said it was going to be a lining round. I came out to get down, but um. I guess I'll go back if you're gonna do tin cans. Okay, have a good one.
0: Close, oh, John. So glad that good on right you from. Yeah. 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 Okay. So it's all about renaming. Man, it's ready. all about branding. Branding. Shh, branding. That's right. Shh, branding. That's right. That's
1: right. As always, the first uh I'll let me round is always a standard QA. Pate, are you ready? Uh Pate is ready. Oh great. Great.
0: Hey pip, there we go. Here we go. Uh,
1: very easy, very easy, uh, just to get you into it, just to get the juices flowing. Uh, what's your favorite color? Clear. Great. Uh, <laughs> what was your favorite cartoon growing up?
0: John, that, again, you assume that I have grown up, right? <laughs> First off, and, Your Honor, I would like to uh, take a step back and, a. Uh, analyze everything that john just posed to the court <laughs> may i thank you your Honor. my favorite cartoon growing up animated cartoon cartoon in my own mind movie of this means nothing to me so it is cartoonish um <laughs> childhood okay no fucking fa- fuck you okay fair enough i would say First off, going up, it would be Inspector Gadget. I was down with some Inspector Gadget when I was younger because that was my after-school shits. Um, I like Heathcliff the Cat right around there that same time.
1: Uh
0: Uh, But then I I grew up. I grew up, man. I got into Thundercats, Uh um, He-Man. And then, uh, uh, then, then I was still... Okay Mighty Max. as long as I was living at home I was a child. Mighty Max
1: great cartoon. <laughs> Gr- granted, Max is a great cartoon.
0: Granted, I was working and I was in high school. I had a job and a car but it was a childhood thing. And I loved Mighty Max.
1: But here's the difference. Uh, I think um, did you have any of the Mighty Max little uh, l- little pocket things that they had going on? Like did you have any no, of but- the little car- uh, 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 toys?
0: No, but that's bullshit, John because then we can go ahead and say, Okay, what do you like now? Oh, I love Rick and Morty. Do you have any little pocket toys? A lot of them. <laughs> I, have, <laughs> I have little figurines of all sorts of shit. So I've regressed?
2: Is that what you're saying?
0: Are you trying to... John, is this an... This is an intervention. You're trying to make me grow up. I won't grow up, never grow up. Not me. Not I. Not me. <laughs>
1: Well, I think uh, you, you've, uh, you've, you've uh, gone a, a step ahead. You understood this as an intervention, because obviously my next question was going to be, what is your favorite cartoon today, right now?
0: Today? <sighs> I would, um, I have to, I, my go-to is Rick and Morty. Like, I know every one of them, because I watch them on my tablet, like going to sleep. It's like, shh, put on some Rick and Morty.
3: Morty, yeah. rah, rah, rah.
0: like, I go to sleep with that shit, which is ridiculous and Simpsons is always toys. and i have the pocket toys Simpsons is always good yeah to go to but family guy was my shit for a while then like i felt like they got almost like south parky where they're just trying their whole point was to push an envelope to see if they could make people upset or get canceled yeah and that was the whole point of it and that's cool and it was still funny but it was like
2: uh it
0: was just like yeah, I lost interest a little bit after that, but it was like Rick and Morty, they don't give a shit. They're not trying to push anything, and they're gonna be awful to everyone and anyone at and not specifically to push an issue. Like right no, family, means no, family means nothing. And if that's true, then whatever. Like, holy shit. Give up a marriage. <laughs> it's a it's a fake construct. Didn't work for me, didn't work for your parents. Give it up, Morty. Focus on science. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> all right <laughs> we're moving right along let's get to the last uh, question of this uh, lightning round what, what makes better entertainment fact or fiction oh
0: i would say fuck
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay that was gonna be an easy answer it was like but the day and age we're living in it's like no fact is way more crazy than fiction like take it 10 years ago it's like oh no you gotta have a good story you gotta have some crazy shit and like but now it's like anything anything's possible hey man <laughs> hey did you hear <laughs> yeah let's invade yeah it, the only thing we're missing is someone riding a, the horse across the the fucking the with lanterns of like one if they're invading by the senate by day and two if by night I'm like all we <laughs> missed was a horse right <laughs> awful like it just that's a, awful uh,
1: i want to give a quick shout out to lonesome lenny uh listening to or uh, watching us on on the youtube my man good to see you back LL. always.
0: what's up buddy my man ll see because and i want everyone to take a, a page out of lonesome lenny's book here He smashed that subscribe button. He smashed that alert button. He liked it. He shared with friends. And now we're here. This is the conglomeration. This is where the roads that we took the road um, of stupidity, Lonesome Lenny took the road less traveled and found us halfway. And tell your friends because Low Road and High Road, we'll meet together in something. I don't know. There's a lot that's, of road that's stuff That's right. I thought
1: you were going to say that's where the road meets the cross, but um, I'm glad you didn't go that route.
0: Oh, no, no. We were inverted. Bullshit. No, really. We were. We were. We were inverted. And we were given <laughs> comedic, international relations. I mean, given the bird. Sorry. I hate it when it does that. Sorry. <laughs> that's right. We got Mr. V.
2: Yeah! Trash Can round! Woo! Trash Can round! Oh, yeah!
0: <laughs> My man. God damn it. I I love the fact that we still have at least one Aussie with us. Like, (sighs) Mr. V, you're keeping it strong for the whole Down Under Nation. We're starting to doubt Aussie Dave. So, we're going to do an intervention for him. We're going to send a lot of packages that all have the label to say, hey, quit being a fucking cat, mate. Fucking Back fucking tune in. KRF, fucking two sided. Fucking look at us. Oi, if I can walk up the stairs, if no address, if I can listen up, oi. And we're going to spend a lot of money sending packages, and hopefully he reads them as he... Yeah, it's a whole thing. It's a very... It's a whole thing. It's a, very...
1: it, it's a whole, thing.
0: This whole thing.
1: We're jumping into our first segment of the evening. Uh, it's uh, one of uh, Mr. V's favorite words. And uh, it's, uh, you know, it's a little crazy, so let's have a little shot. Let's get a little uh, ready.
0: Okay. Did, do we have... Dude, you have the title of this thing called Shit and Chat and All That. I, I appreciate your rhyming scheme, but I feel like you don't know how to introduce a show because not even in the header of that did you say smash that subscribe or like button in Shit and Chat All That. Okay. Cheers. Here you go. Bing, bing, cheers. bing. bing. Cheers okay. Yes. Thing. And I am doing smaller shots because I'm... Okay. God damn it.
1: See, it's a double-edged sword because they can see that you're doing shots. People were like, they're not really doing those shots. When we went on on, on right. the YouTube's, people can see it. But right. they can also see how big your shots are.
0: Right. My thing is, this is a bigger glass and I have a whole full cocktail. And I only drink wine for two days because I was poor. I mean... I had a poor approach to life. I wasn't poor financially. I was poor mentally, right. religiously, spiritually. I was, I was spent. <laughs> and right. I didn't want to leave the house. So I just had to start drinking wine, which is honestly no way to live. Like, no way to live. And so now I'm back on the, back on the funny ha-ha sauce. Uh, daddy likey, daddy dancy. Look at monkey go.
1: You know, my mom would say, um, uh, you're never poor. Sometimes you might be broke, but you're never poor all state of mind
0: oh and i would say john's mom you're a beautiful woman
1: i mean she does read uh think and grow rich and other books like that so
0: right and i was like to
1: that there might be but she's she
0: also was saying like hey the, the the giving tree was not a real thing and i was like wow that's really rough yeah shell silverstein calls and says you're being angry <laughs> ah so- literary author jokes stupid go go john go i'm gonna listen to so your because you're i all, no speaking. the only reason i said that is it's chit chat and all that i don't know how awful you're gonna get in i don't know how fun you're gonna get and i'm very excited apprehensive and upset all at once like it's it's a it's a what we call a conglomeration of feelings
1: where do you see chit chat and all that
0: on i'm on stereo and i see you and me and i see mfa and it says live and it says the title of our thing is chit chat and all that
1: oh well, okay that's not it uh, our title is ambivalence that's right that's the first segment of the night ambivalence uh so did you Though you Though you might uh, love me, you might also hate me at the same time. A little bit of ambivalence in your life, huh, Pete?
0: No. No, John. No, there's no ambivalence. We had this conversation earlier. I started the whole conversation when I got it. I was like, John, I love you. I don't like it any more than you do. I'm not a fan of it. (laughs) Don't say thank you. It is what it is. We're all trying to work past this. Great, buddy. That's There's dread. no ambivalence. I am anti my love for you.
2: <laughs>
0: like that, that's not ambivalence at all. No. It's that's it's awful. very specifically polarized. Fuck that.
3: And I would say John's mom has never met me. I'm Po. I'm so poor I can't afford the O R. That's right. That's <laughs> <Paul>. Po P O. Po. Like <what's> <laughs>
0: Uh, ah the joys yeah it's like my dad see and you know when your family has has sayings for that and i'm i I know we're getting into your thing but when your family has sayings for that you in in later life you realize you were poor (laughs) so so, we would my dad would say we're rich with love and family he would always say that's right we're rich with love they don't have that. Like, motherfucker, I want a Mercedes and a pool.
1: I want to go to camp with horses, and not with roaches. We never, we never are hungry. We keep saltines and peanut butter in the car. See, we exactly. <laughs>
0: and uh, which leads me to what I do is like, I can't be sober. I have pocket whiskey. All I have to do is pull the whiskey out of my pocket, and I'm not sober anymore. Pocket whiskey. It's like salty and peanut butter. What we had in church, only on the road now. That's correct.
1: Awful. Awful, bro. Awful. All right, ambivalence. All right, well, many people uh, have <laughs> uh, language during COVID-19 pandemic. Others have felt a bit more uh, complicated state called emotional ambivalence, uh, the simultaneous experience of, of positive and a negative emotion about something. Uh, Many times it's it's uh, the simple definition is you're repulsed and attracted uh, to an idea or a person or something to something at the same time. And that's ambivalence. Um, And so it's like, uh, for instance, many feel conflicted about returning to the office. That's that's an emotional torn um, uh, uh, ambivalence. Um, But I want to look at that a little bit. See, okay.
0: Okay, let me ask you before you go, because I feel like you're reading off of, like you're in the middle of something I don't want to interrupt. But, but truly ambivalence, to me, I always define it as the, the state of truly being in the middle of truly not. You could go this way. I don't care. You can go this way. I don't care. Of not. I believe uh, Webster's Dictionary defined it of not giving a fuck. <laughs> ambivalence. <laughs> Fucks given? Zero. Zero. Am, ambivalence. <laughs> so to me ambivalence is like i really want to do that but i'm i fucking hate that but i want it but to me what you're saying of that definition is like kind of it's like your amputee porn predilection it's like ah, i really want to see it but i shouldn't watch this it's awful to look at but i can't not look at God. it and i really okay. want to yeah i can't <laughs> all of it so i'm like so truly, was that your was that the definition in the dictionary of ambivalence of loving and hating, or was that your? Because I thought ambivalence the, the, was the the the, it, the the presence of being like Buddhism, like oh, I want for nothing. I'm ambivalent. I want for nothing. I'm right. in the, the perfect state of right of fuck fuck it all or fuck it all.
1: It, it's interesting like, because um, uh, for a long time I thought the same thing. And I really was going into this with ambivalence, um, having that thought in mind. But the true definition is very much having uh, opposing uh, viewpoints or thoughts about something at the same time. And That's so, awful. Uh, so uh, the, 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 the the very reductive version of it, and probably the first version of it, was being attracted to and repulsed about something right. at the same time. But but it has since expanded into opposing viewpoints swirling in your brain so um uh try to make sense of what your your left and your right
0: side are saying like i want this i don't want this i want this i want i love you i hate you i love you i hate you that that kind of a thing so i know basically what i'm pulling from this already i'm learning shit and i don't like it Sean. i need to i need to reacquire some vocabulary to figure because ambivalence to me i'm ambivalent like nope i am not because i don't love it or hate it i Fucking don't care about you. <laughs> like, I gotta find that word and not you, but just I use ambivalence across the board.
1: Well, and and people like that, that word torn. Oh, I feel torn about it. That is ambivalence. That's the well, I see this, but I also I, see I, that.
0: I disagree. I disagree because, me, from in my mind, movie, and it's yeah. just so you know, it's a cartoon, it's animated, and like a lot of kids love it growing up. It's a really good movie, <laughs> cartoon. Um. And uh, if I'm torn about something, I truly care about it. Like uh, I want to do this, but I I don't want to see those people, or I don't want to leave this to do that. I like I I'm, I have two different desires I'm conflicted about. That's torn. Ambivalence yeah. means like, hey, do you want to come here? I don't fucking care. Hey, do you want to go on this trip? Don't fucking care. All right. Well, if you if you don't answer in the next five minutes, you're not coming. Don't fucking care. Don't care. So
1: your your definition of torn. Um, is is ambivalence is really the actual? Uh, yeah.
0: Uh, God damn it, John! I'm writing this down. I my, my word a day calendar is going to get a strongly worded letter from me about ambivalence today, <laughs> and being torn about writing this letter about ambivalence. See,
1: dear word a day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So felt ambivalence is what you're talking about. That's the feeling of being torn uh, uh, where potential ambivalence is seeing um, the both sides, seeing like a negative thing happen, but seeing the silver lining, you know, the people who do that, but okay. well, there's always a silver lining that is potential ambivalence. That's a little different from the torn because torn is like, I'm, I'm actively actively to make so, a decision.
0: So torn is kinetic energy. Torn is the stone rolling down the hill. Right, the potential is the rock at the top before you start pushing it. Like, I hope this doesn't hit any villages on the way
2: down.
1: Gotcha. That's right. Okay. Yep. Yep. Completely the same. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, the the felt versus the potential is the kinetic versus the potential energy.
0: Totally. And also, also the felt is is a lot softer when you rub it. Like this is nice. Who did this? Especially this when you really roll a stone really...
1: over it, it's gonna really yeah. oh,
0: just roll right it's just nice. It's just. I would say ambivalent <laughs> because I love it and hate it because it's making it faster, but it feels so nice on the way down. Continue.
1: So there's a colonial discourse theory by Hami uh, uh, K. Uh, Bobka, Bob- Bobka, uh which describes the complex uh, mix of attraction and repulsion that, characteriz- that characterizes the relationship between uh, colonizer and colonized. And so no. we're now looking at it in a, in a historical okay so nope. the relationship nope. is no no
0: no 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 let's just stop there colonial discourse theory where yes. an oppressor is telling people like oh you hate it but you love it don't you no
1: no it's not that it's not that uh maybe if i explain a little bit more it, okay it, it, okay be a little bit more clear. yeah it's not use that. your words it's not okay. what the colonial it's not what the colonizer puts upon the colonized it's not that at all okay okay a reaction to being colonized so um this is ambivalence because the colonized subject is never simply and completely opposed a hundred percent to the colonizer so when the colonizer wants this is what you were talking about hey do this say this be like us take on our traditions take on our customs take on our laws and and uh, understand your place in our in your call in our colony which is you right and that's what the colonizer wants that's what you were talking about what happens is not a, 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 a mirroring uh, not a mimicry of what's happening uh, uh, by the colonized but a mockery version uh, thereof and Ooh. that's the ambivalence and that's okay. what, and it's not good for the colonizer the colonizers usually are do not enjoy it but it's, it's a natural thing that comes out of being colonized. Um, you know, so, the, the version of, of English that, that people speak in, uh, in colonized lands. Um, the, the, the way that they uh, express ooh. the culture of the colonizers uh, while being colonized. I know, I know. We're going to get past this real quick. I'm
0: just, no, no, I'm no. Just... I know. But at, at some point, like, I, I'm writing. When do I get to retort? And when do I get to fucking n- naysay?
1: I believe okay so um, yeah so uh, ambivalence is also characterized by the way in which the colonial discourse relates to the colonized subject uh, for it may be both exploitive and nurturing and so it, it there's an ambivalence in i know no i'm not I, no not no just fucking or bad.
0: no if you, if you need to get through something tell me you to get through it and fucking read it okay. and be done with it and or, and then let me retort and then, but don't stop in the middle and like m- watch my r- reactions. Cause I got shit to say mockery of your colonial fucking discourse theory,
1: John. All right. I will, I will finish up this point and, and let you fully, fully go. Ambivalence describes this fluctuating relationship between mimicry and mockery an ambivalence that is fundamentally unsettling to the colonial dominance. In this respect, it is not necessarily disempowering for the, col- uh, the uh, colonized Uh, but rather it can be seen as an ambivalent or too powered. The effect of this ambivalence is the simultaneous attraction and repulsion is to produce the profound disturbance of the authority of the colonial discourse. My point is is done uh, for this moment, and you can go.
0: Oh, your point is done? Did you make a point? I felt you regurgitated some stupid, awful hierarchy shit that you did not think about before you said because if you had thought about what you're saying like if you're making a point of like all right here's where we're going on this and like let me set all this up so i can fucking say all these things if you are let me say these things holy shit all right but all right yeah yeah they're they're doing their own thing about colonization they're making us feel bad so I mean, I mean they're still fucking colonized, right? They still yes. gotta, right? So so like, hey man, in anything, any any country, any invasion, any ownership of any people. Hey, you know what? We could let our slaves go, but they, they're so scared of it. They don't like it. This is we're doing really good things, and now they're. But you know what they're doing? They're making a mockery. Of all of our plantation owners. So we're getting our comeuppance. We don't like it. It's really bad. But also, everyone get back to work. What the fuck, John? That is not mm, colonial discourse theory. Fuck that. Ooh, I have, I have, I got more words. My word of day calendar letter is getting longer and longer and longer. Go ahead, continue. Uh,
1: So, Mm -hmm. some examples throughout history in in the later end of the roman empire at that point it was the holy uh, uh, roman empire right Um, where internal corruption and uh, external forces that they called the barbarians the germanic forces were causing uh, the brink of its collapse and destruction everybody was perfectly fine why because of cake and circuses because they were lazy fat and happy and so there was no ambivalence And so they uh, the the citizens who were seeing the whole world literally crumble beneath them were perfectly fine with it because their their country told them we are the best because we're the Romans and everyone else non Roman is second. And so instead of having the Christians go into the lion's den like they did before, since they were all now Christians, they had pagans and uh, uh, Jewish people and others, uh, the foreigners. Uh, be gladiators and fight each other all for blood sport and that's where the first you know major sports come from of of blood sport and everyone was just entertained they were just uh, 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 it was for a spectacle it was for sport, it was for entertainment and so there was no uprising within them they just let the whole grand empire fall because they were of one mind we are the best, everyone else is second best, how could we ever lose and that lack of ambivalence caused them to just fall into the brink with with, uh, w- uh, with no thought of what's
0: is I'm having a very difficult time. I'm having a very difficult time retraining my brain on the, the, the definition of ambivalence. Like, I'm, like the way you're using it and like I'm just, I understand because you defined it and I feel like I need to look it up in a lot of different dictionaries. And encyclopedias and thesauruses. I need to find synonyms, antonyms, consonants, homonyms, continents hemispheres. I will find everything. That's that smelled fucking rotten to me from where you picked it up. Oh, that and was you picked it up smelled it. I
1: almost I almost drank it.
0: Yeah, you better put in <laughs> better put in lemon juice. The drink. Yeah, put in lemon juice on that because now it's better. Drink that. Whiskey and lemon juice. Ugh, awful. With
1: but, but, With you a said, bit of, but you said but you said soda water.
0: Yeah, great on your cocktails. But uh, ambivalence. They had no ambivalence. You said they didn't. Right, where uh, your old
1: definition, what would have been more like? Not my old.
0: Not my old. The correct one. I currently have them I'm trying to fight. John, don't put words <laughs> in my goddamn mouth. My my condolences. You also said um everyone was christian now so they started there was no ambivalence so they were fine with the world crumbling around them because their their city and their people and their government told them it was fine and so in the colosseum there's no longer christians cuz we're all christians so it's now foreigners and people and this was what the first blood sport was and i again another red flag i'm like first you're giving me a new definition of ambivalence secondly you're giving me a new definition of blood sport without john Claude van damme i just <laughs> i am all over the place tonight i got i'm making notes and i'm trying to be thoughtful and ambivalent or non-ambivalent i don't know which one i should be at this point to your fucking attacks at my understanding of life but i digress and allow you to continue
1: great so looking at that what what does spark a revolution what stops a war uh when governments say this one thing is right for example uh that the noble class shall always be above the working class even if the nobles are literally broke and the the merchants are very rich there will be this ambivalence because they're saying well my country tells me i'm of second class But I feel I am better because I have more money than those stupid, broke nobles over there who squandered all their money for generations. And that can lead to bloody revolutions, a la the French Revolution and the Russian Revolution, are major, huge examples of that, right, where the country is just telling them one thing over and over and over again until the proletariat says, hey, you know what? We're actually better than you. And so that ambivalence turns into rage, which turns into war, which turns into revolution.
0: Which turned into capitalism. It's all about money, John. Continue.
1: Another example is American slavery. You brought it up. I will continue with it. Where half the country profited uh, off it and uh, the government made deal after deal after deal to keep the system in place. Saying, you know what, it might be not great, but we'll never say it's horrible and therefore everyone should think that it's uh, something that's just part of the system those who were removed from it and uh and uh, had to fight their own ambivalence saying well my country's good you know hating slavery yet loving the country that allowed it until it boiled over into bloody civil war another oh. another example of how ambivalence sparked uh uh dissidence and and dissent and and therefore revolution and uh what can stop a war it can be as simple as a photograph uh, you might know this photograph it's very very famous um, uh, there's one taken of a Viet Cong spy who is being executed at the exact moment of the bullet Ugh. exiting the person's
0: Yeah. So, Ugh, so you bro, know, yeah,
1: right, yeah. There's a grimace on that person's face, which obviously faded a half a second later because the person was dead in that moment. Oh. Bro. Bro. Um, yeah, I know, I know, but that that one photograph uh, uh, was uh, caught in time at this moment in th- of time that the horrors of war. And it went on every single newspaper and was shown on major, you know, most um, uh, broadcast news. And the broadcast news started showing more images of war and showing how how ridiculous this war was. What our country kept on saying over and over again, this is the correct war. This is we need to be there. We need to be there. And this (sighs) started to grow and grow and grow until uh, the uh, the people opposing um, you know, it, the international actions of America, really for the first time ever. It's the first time we en masse started to oppose this, which not only led to um, people spitting on soldiers, which wasn't great as they were returning, but also the protests uh,
0: in Ohio. Uh, if it's not requested, because a soldier should get be able to get spit on if you're in a place if you're choosing, can you spit on me? Like, that's true. I, I that is true. you like your amputees some soldiers like their spitting like you gotta uh, don't be ambivalent to it
1: right right Ambulent? it also is led that... to yeah. uh, protests that left four dead in Ohio led to songs led to oh Goddamn, this, this, this this change and shift in our mentality because the ambivalence boiled over into rage and it forced us uh, uh, forced the government to leave Vietnam without uh, a victory. Which, you know,
0: I just I I, I I feel like as much as I no, 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 I'm never gonna look at a script of what you're saying and what you're doing. I will never do that i i my normal word be that I'm ambivalent to what you're doing, but that's not it um <laughs> but at this point, I truly feel like I need to maybe take a more. Uh, passive approach when you're in the heat of the moment and just like let you go because I make a joke I'm like whoa dude that's not a joking thing what the fuck <laughs> that left a four dead in Ohio
2: god damn it okay okay okay
0: shit some shit yeah. um, but I looked up ambivalence now and ladies and gentlemen everything John L. Peacock Is saying is correct? It makes us all uncertain about our futures. We'll Mm. recap later.
1: That's nice because I got to give myself a ding, ding, ding. That was pretty good. No, that was okay. Fine, ding yourself.
0: Ding your goddamn self, John.
1: So when people say that the system is set up poorly, but it's all we got, this is ambivalence. you you can be disgusted by the producer or the agent who hits on you, but you love the craft so much that you never speak of it, not wanting to ruin the system that allows this this kind of art to happen. Hundred percent about the entertainment world,
0: yeah. Hundred percent. That's how John got his all of his movie roles. He was my boy. John is very ambivalent about the casting couch. He has been there many a time and is ambivalent about it. He loves sure. it and or hates it. Am I using it correctly? Yeah, yes. because it made him feel lesser than, but it got him discovered and gets him paid with residuals, ambivalence. Thank
1: you, ambivalence. So, so ambivalence can perpetuate systems as long as the system keeps the, um, that ambivalence in check. For example, well, it isn't perfect, but it's the best country in the world, my mom and many others have said for decades now, and the system bucks back, love it or leave it. That is a direct, uh, that quote is in direct opposition to ambivalence. It's like, you can't have ambivalence and still be part of us. You're either with us or you're against us. These are, are the system's uh, ways of bucking against ambivalence that might boil over into change, into uh, revolution. Um, okay. But when ambivalence spills over when people see that change can happen without removing the parts of uh, that they so, love of something, the art that comes from the entertainment industry, the community that uh, comes from the best America has to offer these kind of things, then ambivalence is used as a powerful tool for uh, reform. Remove that part of that repels while keeping the attractive qualities of the system.
0: Uh, I don't like when you read all the definitions cause it makes like it makes all of us feel like that you're smarter than us but you're not you're just reading things off and you can't explain it. So no 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 shut the fuck up. I my much
1: can. This is no, my words. No, so yeah, no. go for it.
0: Those are not your words cuz you couldn't you look just, me yeah. in the eye what then look me in the eye and say those things again cuz what I'm saying is the ambivalence that has taken place and has, has come through the music industry and all the arts and the things like that the true That's reflection of it, if we're looking at anything that John is saying, is
1: J-Rock. Okay? J-Rock? Do you know, do you know him? Rapper? No? I, I, keep going. Keep going. What, what about J-Rock? His song is either,
0: you're either against me or you're either with me or against me now. Win, 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 win. All I ever do is win. Win, 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 win. Either with, uh, with me or against me now, win. J-Rock. And sure. I didn't do that correctly because I'm now upset that you didn't know it and you're looking at your ginger face when I try to... <laughs> oh, no. Fuck everything else. Win, 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 win. Yeah. Yeah. No. There you go. So look, look that song up, John, because if you're saying that's ambivalence, J-Rock just... Uh, he is the... The antithesis he is the the specific definition of the art that comes from
1: or he's pointing out the fact the the system and how if you want to be uh, successful in the system you got to be part of the system like you could see it as a satire. right right no you could see it no, as, as a hundred,
0: commentary. hundred percent but you're saying because of the ambivalence of the society Your verb, your term, not mine, of the ambivalence, the art forms have come out. Because of the ambivalence, your words, not mine, these are the arts of you're either with me or against me. And someone who is a musician came out and said literally like, oh, this is the definition of what ambivalence is. You're with me or against me, yo. Win, 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 win. (laughs) Fuck everything else. Win, 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 win. Win, 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 win. God damn it. If if Mr. V can put that on our theme song. and <laughs> Two-sided pod. Fuck everything else. Win, 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 win. <laughs> Y'all bitches ain't shit. Win, 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 win. Yeah, all that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyone out there, uh, make sure you sus- smash that subscribe button and, and uh, smash that like button because if you like what you're hearing, I promise you it's going to get weirder than this. I pr- promise. <laughs> promise
1: i can guarantee that one as well
2: <laughs> Woo! Woo!
0: go ahead we're back in art forums and ambivalence i'm ready
1: okay so uh yeah just to clarify that with the art form um i grew up in in the in the theater world and that the joke that you made without even thinking about it was the joke of the casting couch right those jokes I've heard about since middle school, since high school. Those um, are it's just a standard, standard thing. And so this ambivalence of I will make I will I will I will make jokes about it while I system you know, I, I, I I'm repulsed by it. And so that is like the, the classic de- definition of ambivalence.
0: But, but no, no, that's not classic because I would fuck my way to the top, John. All you need to do is find me a couch. <laughs> I'm not ambivalent to that at all. I'm not repulsed. If you give me a shot, all I need, I'm very good at networking. I don't even need the couch. Give me a yoga mat. Give me a small slip of concrete. Whatever you need, I will fuck my way to the top, John. It a doesn't matter. A small
1: slip of concrete?
0: Yeah. Apparently, you haven't worked on any highway crews. Oh, as a scab. <laughs> You're not ambivalent to working on a highway crews. I am ambivalent. I hate that's it right. and love it. Because you make good money and get to fuck on small straps, but it's very hard work. See, John. We got See We, we
1: got.
3: I believe the word you're looking for is indifferent. It is what it is. You don't care yep. one way or the other. You're indifferent. Exactly. Exactly. Well,
0: that, right. But it's the same thing is like, I use, I, 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 Bro, I'm going to go ahead. I'm putting the dictionary next to the toilet. I'm going to start reading shit. I know the thesaurus. Because uh, indifferent, ambivalent, um, nonplussed, <laughs> all these like, right. meh,
2: meh,
0: fucking unimpressed.
2: Meh.
3: <laughs> Here we go. Oh my God, John. <laughs> Just when I thought you couldn't possibly turn more red, you're blushing so bad right now. I love it. The casting couch. My boy Pete, such a fucking asshole. I love it.
0: Woo! (laughs) No, it is not. It is not. You turn red after you take a fucking big-ass shot or a bull hit. And you get sweaty and red. And it's like, if you haven't even had a cocktail or a bowl and you turn red, it's like, I don't like talking about fucking on couches for parts because I ain't to fuck for two parts on couches. I fuck for all parts on all couches. I will fuck anywhere for any fucking part. That's not true. But two sides don't be ambivalent or be ambivalent. But fuck on a couch on. Get that goddamn well, roll.
1: That's one of the funny things about ambivalent. It really is the two sides of, of one's feelings. Right?
0: Ugh. You did it on purpose. How dare you, sir? I said, How dare you? The ambivalence, the two sides. Like, I don't like to use of my definition against me, but I, I, um, I am indifferent about your definition of ambivalence. How about that?
1: <laughs> and with that indifference, we're going to head on into our second. Uh... Oh no! Not that. Let's try that again. What the fuck happened? Going to head anywhere? I apparently the, the <laughs> trash can room uh, apparently round, round does not work. The trash can room round not, does not work. I think we're not just a problem. Have to go straight. It, it straight just turned to our, our lightning round. Oh goddamn, John! So
2: goddamn lightning round! Here we go! I knew you guys would call me. Hell, I was going. I was very ambivalent before. Like, so are they gonna call or not? Well, I don't? I'm not sure. And then I realized that maybe uh, uh, you're either with me or against me, y'all. Win, 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 win. All right, I'm with you. Let's go, lightning round.
1: Listen, listen, uh, Pete. You might want uh, the help of, of uh, lightning round guys. You can choose. Um, this is commercials, one of your favorite uh, lightning round segments. And anyway. dude, I don't.
0: <laughs> I don't like commercials. Like, can we? Like, some of them, <laughs> some of them are unfortunate. Can we do? Can we, are you ambivalent to doing a shot? I don't like this word. I don't like this term.
2: <laughs> I do a shot.
1: You're not getting any more cocktails. Do That's you wanna, why you don't have any booze left. Yeah, I got a shot. And I'm not ambivalent about that. This is all love. No repulse. You, <laughs> everything's fine.
0: You can repulse all you want. <coughs> uh.
2: Uh. Yeah. Okay, let's do some things. I'm ready to help.
0: You're not gonna help.
2: I can help.
0: You're not gonna help. <laughs> he might help. Okay Shut up. Okay.
1: This is uh for a shoe store. This is a shoe store that is trying to promote uh their new brand of Loafer Lightners. Loafer Lightners.
0: Come on, John. Come on, Sean. <laughs> what what the fucking uh you just watched you just you literally just watched the Simpsons episode, didn't you? Didn't you? With the mobsters? Hey. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> cool. If you're not gonna admit it, I can go ahead and rip it off. Not a problem. <laughs>
3: Hey, if you come down here, you bought some loafers, it's a little too fucking heavy for you. Hey, you come on down next door, it's fucking down the alley
0: on 6th Street. You come over here, fucking for you lighten your loafers, all right? You don't be all fucking all hibbity-dibbity-dibbity-dibbity. Dibbity, dibbity. You want to be hibbity-dibbity-dibbity-dibbity. Dibbity, dibbity, you know what I mean? You fucking prance around. you fucking happy about it. Look at you. It's after Labor Day. You can wear these fucking light ass loafers. Come on, down the alley, Loaf of lightness. Come on, get them.
1: Fuck yeah. The, the crowd loved it. I think. I think sticking in that same vein for the rest of this is going to be good for you. I'm just letting you know. I
0: don't. I. Well, uh, okay. I. Uh, okay. All right. If you're trying to give me a hint, then I like uh, where you're going, Peter Sagal. I'll be your Carl Castle any day of the week. Let's figure it out.
1: The second uh, place that wants to give you a com- uh, wants you to do a commercial for them is a place that sells left-handed cigarettes. <laughs>
0: hey, it's <laughs> fucking gay. Hey, hey, uh, hey, I'm fucking working here, all right. Hey, hey, you guys like smoking, right? Hey, kids, come here. Hey, <laughs> hey, come here, kids. You like cigarettes, all right? These fucking right-hand cigarettes, eh, yeah, they're all right. They make you cough. They fucking give you the black lung. They fucking, hey, stick up your pillow. These left-handed motherfuckers. Oh, kids, let me tell you. Let me tell you one thing. You will not be ambivalent about these after you had them, all right? No, I, I don't ask me, ask your fucking mother what ambivalent means. But don't ask her what these left-handed cigarettes are. Come down the alley off of Seventh Street, it's right down there where the fucking lightning loafers are, fucking left-handed cigarettes are us. Kids are welcome. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> <laughs> this next one. This
1: next <laughs> one is a <laughs> company that sells non-traditional stool softeners. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: So luckily my blind dog is not around me. So he did not get any of that fucking spray. All right. Fucking John. No, non-traditional stool softeners. That is correct. A commercial for non-traditional stool softeners. All right. All right. All right. Oh. oh hey. Oh, God, I can't pass nothing down here. So I went to my local alley, right, down on 7th Street, right by the local lightness place and the left-handed cigarettes, and they're like, hey, do you want non-traditional stool softness? I said, fuck yeah, I do, because nothing is coming out. It is not ambivalent at all. I believe, I don't know the words, but I think they'd be ambivalent. No, I think it would be bivalent. My shit is bivalent.
2: They're like,
0: ah, nah, I'm not sure. Anyway, they're like, hey, here's some non-standard stool softness. This one looks like an umbrella. You insert it wherever you think you need to. I'm broken. And if I can pop the top, pull the things out. Ear, mouth, whatever, earwax, fine. Uh, also... Hey, I don't know. We're all here bivling around here. I love it. I hate it. It's a hell of an alley. I got a left-handed cigarette. I lost my train of thought on the way to the non-traditional stool softener space. Folks, (laughs) come on down. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They didn't like it. Yeah, I know. Because uh, because the sign was flashing. Just flashing. <laughs> Just like, come on, come on. Your warm up act is not even fucking done yet. God damn it. Okay, okay, okay. I
2: can still help. No,
0: no, no. You cannot help.
1: All right. I'm in the background <laughs> if you need me.
0: Last one last, one. last one. Last okay. one. Here we go.
1: This place is called the Come On Down Pun Emporium. Emporium. Um, say that. No no no
0: no. Be... no, 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 no. Say that. Use your words. Don't get excited. You're, you're.
1: The. Come on down, pun emporium. Come on down, pun. Emporium. Pond. Pun. Pun. Like it was a. It was a pen. Oh, you mean a pun? There, there's no acting, only tree acting, right? Like that kind of be yeah, a pun. Okay, so but they want you to use the phrase because this is their catchphrase, where people come with their pun. Where people come with their pun. God damn it, John.
2: <laughs> the
0: pun- okay, let me let me just fuck oh, shit, John. It's the it's the Pun Emporium. It's a store that sells puns.
1: Yeah, it's it's it, called the it, Come On Down Pun Emporium.
0: Okay, it's called the Come On Down Pun Emporium. Come On Down yes. Pun Emporium. Okay. It's called the Come On Down Pun Emporium. And their phrase that they that they want used is everybody everybody comes with a pun.
1: Where people come with their pun.
0: Where people come with their pun. Where people come with their pun. John, can you send me their logo where people come. I got to have notes. I got to have, I'm not that good wit, dare, pun. Okay. Also, I need to have a secretary because I can't write right now. I
2: can write. No,
0: no, no. That's not going to be good.
2: All right. I'm a heavy me
0: Not going to be good. All right. The come on down emporium. No, fuck. I got to write the name. Say that one more time.
1: The come on down pun emporium. Yeah, you got it.
0: Come on down.
1: Where people come with their pun.
0: You worked all night on this, didn't you? Like this is your one fucking bullshit and you're trying to like get me into a pun corner. Well that's Hey. Hey, okay. Hey folks, I know you see me a lot here. And it ain't no jokes. Well, it could be jokes. It's a little funny. If you ask me, you see me at the corner of 54th and the alley. I mean, we keep moving. We're always on different fucking alleys every day, okay? We got the fucking left-handed cigarettes. We got the light and loafers. We got the fucking uh, uh, the cataclysmic thing. I mean, there's a different... It's a whole fucking alley, all right? But today I'm here to bring you the greatest news that you've ever heard, the come on down pun emporium. Because uh, if you can't come on down when you're coming on down with your puns, you ain't coming nowhere. And one thing
2: I... I, I
0: uh... Ladies and gentlemen, my wife left me. I've been doing too many commercials and she said...
2: "No, uh... oh, that's it. Yeah. Uh, I
0: have no ambivalence to this. I can't do it. It's it's
2: fucking come to pun employ them, It's fucking people come with their puns. All right? I highly recommend getting your fucking light. So you get your fucking cigarettes in the left hands because they make everything a little better. (laughs) It ain't punny.
1: (laughs) Back to you, job. All right, all right. We are going to let Pete off the hook and, and get Fucking him A, dude.
0: You piece of monkey shit. How am I? Like, I try to avoid puns my entire life. And you're like, think about the worst kind of jokes. Like, all right, we're going to have Pete do miming. Like, what the fuck are you? What are you doing? But
1: show it, but show it across the airwaves. Show it
0: across yeah. the airwaves. Puns, the things you avoid as is, is difficultly... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well sure. I said, if you
1: like what you're listening to now there's more two-sided out there we're on oh, oh yeah because exactly fucking smash
0: that subscribe button hit that like button it's in your lower left lower your right i'm not in your house yet but goddamn i will be so help me will you subscribe i will come to your house i will see where you sleep i will know where you live and your mother will cry when she sees what's happening but seriously, uh, we're on YouTube. John, don't read your fucking thing. Let's be goddamn about it. We're on the goddamn YouTubes right now live. Look at John's face. Look at him. Look at him. He's unsure what's happening. He's like, You're, you fucked the script up. Uh, I'm ambivalent. I'm ambivalent. <laughs> and that makes me, unfortunately, happy. <laughs> um, but Yes. We're YouTube live. Hit that subscribe button. Hit That's that like button.
1: Podcast is our is our channel for YouTube. the Two sided podcast. Uh, if you want to hit uh, the Twitter and the Instagram, see how I'm not reading. I'm just looking at you. I'm looking at you. Look at me, days. man. No, you're, you're no you. You're looking at your finger. You're cross eyed. Are you fucked up? Look at me. Hey, I need you to pull it over, sir. How many of you had?
2: <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop.
1: Uh, both Twitter and Instagram, and all of our social medias are at two sided pod. Our YouTube channel is Two Sided Podcast, and uh, we're here on stereo. Uh, my boy Pete and John L. Peacock. You can find us every Thursday, uh, five PM Pacific, eight PM Eastern. Uh, it's our Two Sided Podcast, and then we've gone viral, ladies and gentlemen. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Anchor. We're on others. Uh, Two Sided. If you just search that in podcast, one of my one of my favorites is others. You guys, you guys. I'm gonna be honest. You guys, go on to others. Check that shit out. It's pretty, pretty, pretty cool. It's like it's like a, a, a Gilligan's Island. And the
0: rest. <laughs> fuck you. It was <laughs> Marianne.
1: Marianne, right? The professor and, and
0: Marianne. Marianne. It was
1: just two others.
0: It was just it was two, two people. More. Why you gotta fucking hate on Marianne and the professor? Why you gotta do that? It's just a fucking three hour tour.
1: Why you gotta hate on that? so we'd love it if you if you followed us on all those you subscribe to us on the youtubes and uh if you follow us here if you haven't done already on the stereo we thank you kindly
0: ah don't say those words to people it drives them away like it makes me feel uncomfortable i want to hang up i want to stop this (laughs) entire interaction (laughs) we thank you kindly. it's it's like it puts lotion on the skin
1: or else we thank you kindly again (laughs) no
2: no
1: fuck we shit got no we got MFA before we move into our last segment of yeah why don't you
3: okay but I have to disagree being indifferent Sweet. means having no feelings whatsoever you don't feel any way about it ambivalent you have mixed feelings you do have feelings indifferent is just like the total opposite of having feelings It's not hate, it's not love, it's the total lack of caring or giving a single fuck. No feelings, no mas, no bueno, no good. Indifferent. I don't care. It is what it is.
0: Okay, so what she's saying is like... Indifferent. Okay, okay. No, I just... uh... Is, are we working blue is this thing on are we working blue tonight <laughs> are, we, are we working blue uh, so, so the ambivalence is like that's like there's feeling there it's like it's like the tip right it's like the tip but it's like indifference like you're tainting down <laughs> like you're all the way at the bottom in between no one cares and no one wants to know is that did I did I clean it up enough? Because <laughs> I was going to go a lot. <laughs> La, ladies and gentlemen, should we do it?
2: I think you know what I
1: think that we should probably do a shot. I, feel I like... think that's also the perfect segue into our final uh, final segment of the night. Uh, so let's do that shot and let's uh, let's get this ball rolling, eh?
0: Okay, can I?
1: Ah, goddammit, I have to make a cocktail. Don't Mm -hmm. look at my freezer.
0: All the great stickers are dead. (laughs) Okay, so let me just address because we're Stay on track, John. Stay on track. I'm just going to commentate while I make a drink. Like, yeah, you go live and like, oh, here's my house and here's my fucking silly ass stickers and here's my shit. Like, I don't want people knowing this. It's
1: all John, John, John.
0: John, I'm on a fucking tirade. I need you to shut the fuck up while I make a cocktail and you stay on point about what we're doing. Man, you already fucking bitch it out. Ah, We're touching go here, folks. We're literally... He said, where'd he go? He said, where who go? And I said, I'm ambivalent. And that means I love it and hate it. Can't wait to grate it. Kind of like a cheese. Not for these... A little more stronger. Can't wait any longer.
1: Let's drink it up
0: to those who can't get enough.
1: And you know, really, everywhere you look, everywhere you look, there's a heart, there's a hand to hold on to. I don't.
0: I don't know what that means. I feel like you're, that's something you do in your life. Cheers, fuckers. Oh, no. Okay, that was bigger if LL's watching and he's fucking judging me on my size of my shots like like I'm good like that was bigger and I'm drinking this <laughs> and, all, and also also I didn't have breakfast and I fucking I lost my shoes the other day and like there's all these things against me and I probably have like a, I drink a lot of water so it's very like I'm you know what? Okay. Stupid. Go. John, I'm ready for... Hey, everybody. Are you ready for the fun segment? Well, if you're ready for this fun segment and you like what you're seeing here, smash that subscribe button. Hit that alert button. Don't be afraid to tell your friends. Also, tell your enemies because keep them closer. I'm just saying, from me to you, don't be ambivalent or do be ambivalent. I don't even know anymore. But also, John, back to you. Fuck, John. Fuck. I got to use new words.
1: We're going to talk about the life and works of Bob Saget. God damn it.
0: Okay. No. All right. No sadness. No bad stuff. No sadness.
1: Nope. No sadness. Because we're
0: this is the celebration. This is a practice yeah. celebration of when. Um, yeah. This is a practice celebration. Yep. All the great stuff. All the fuck. Yes. Let's go.
1: Okay. And I am going to read stuff, but I want you to know this is all me. I'm, I'm not, I did not copy and paste anything for the segment whatsoever. Okay.
0: Okay. No, so but I, I, I want you to, it when I
1: read, but, but no, no, no I, I want you to, I've been researching him for a couple of weeks. This was not a no, last I, minute thing. So I want to Yeah.
0: hundred percent like, yeah. and folks out there, like, look at me. I'll look in the camera. Look, look at me. I know this. Uh, I know for a fact, John has been focusing a lot on his, his work. Because, I mean, he was a great inspiration to everyone. He was a gr- he, an amazing inspiration to everyone. Um, and his body of work that, that encompassed like, and a lot of people knew him from Full House and then from um, uh, America's Funniest Videos. But right. those were his shits. And I know I'm, I'm not, I'm going to bite into your shit, but I'm going to give a small little fucking thing. Yep. just about. Right. It's just, that was not what he was. He was so much more. Like, Yep. Gotta pay the bills. And when you get a job that pays the bills and pays the bills fucking really good, <laughs> yeah. Milk that motherfucker, but still be true to yourself. And he did, but still supported it. like it was just a really like an unbelievable person. And so and I know in this that everyone is like, oh, is when a lot of good comedians pass, like you know, Belushi, I wasn't there but when farley passed i, I was a yeah. rough one yeah. or you know you have it just like you you kind of re, rehash things and so this and john is a writer so i believe everything you say i'm 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 with you 100 percent and i'm not going to yell at you because this i know you have been living this shit
1: and, and, and i have I too but like yeah I actually like that, uh, what you were talking about, uh, especially with his, you know, the two biggest shows that he did that uh, he's known so much for the other right, side but they of were... things. He's also known for being the super filthiest, dirtiest, dirtiest going so far just to be filthy. 100%. And he wasn't that either. That At all. It. That was At another all. persona.
0: Yeah. Which was another, just a, it's a thing. It's like, how, how could you have to know both sides of your spectrum, right? if you can play the entire middle ground and that's where yeah. like oh where is with you like you have no goddamn end i there is no end for how bad i can get like you're like yep okay yep like maybe and like you'll tell me later like but i realized with like oh here's my edges and like here's as good as i can get and be believable like oh, goddamn it here's like it's just i understand that and like he ha- he was able to, I don't know. In, but when you can 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 just it, meet those those expectations and completely exceed yeah. them, and yeah, and, and it's like this is not who I am. This is who I am for work. This yep. is who I. This is what I do for money.
1: It's like, called a character.
0: Yeah. I'll be your private dancer. I'll dance for money. Oh, this is out for whiskey chaser. If you're out there, there can be only one. You know I love you. Always have. I'll be your private dancer. I'll dance for money.
1: So looking up a little (laughs) bit of of his past, uh, Bob Saget, who was born in Philly, uh, uh, known to millions as the goofy persona represented in his two most ba- uh, known shows and to millions others as the filthiest comic if not the, the dirtiest comic in the last 30 years but he started his ca- career with a guitar a couple of really weird songs that he made up and a street corner that's so like, literally that's where he started
0: so he was a street corner musician comedian he was so he was yep. like steve martin because steve martin was a uh, musician first so he was a, he, and he was street corner. Okay, I didn't know this. John, I'm learning things. And I, I'm, yep. not, I'm not mad at you for not looking at me in the eye. Everybody who's on Thank YouTube, you. everybody look at YouTube. Uh, we're on YouTube right now. Smash that subscribe. Look that like button. And don't be mad at John for not looking in the eye. I'll look you in the eye right now.
1: He also had a very uh, amazing talent to riff. Um, this is something that my boy Pete usually has. You know, there's a point, but fuck you, John. Really has. Okay, okay. No. all right, let's let's get out. Of do there. your okay. thing. As a kid, yeah, he thing. got uh, he got his first big break being on a kids' comic show, which was hosted by Rodney Dangerfield. Uh, from Shut that up. Yes, yeah, okay. would go on to say for decades that uh, that Dangerfield was a mentor and a friend of his. You know, basically to the end of Danger, he spoke at the he was the the the, the main person of the eulogy for Dangerfield's funeral.
0: Okay, I didn't know that. What was the show? I did. I, well, the whole thing is like the whole thing is foreign to me. I had no idea Dangerfield did a kids show. What the fuck is that? I
1: don't, I don't think it was aired. I think it was all live. I think it was like, um, oh, the... a basement
0: show? It was like very, like, Oh, no, you
1: know, okay, so it's Johnny Carson and Ed McMahon. You know, Ed McMahon had that kids uh, talent show. Oh, yeah, I yeah, it yeah. Was yeah. A, it, it was, a, it was, a, it was a, like a non uh, filmed version of that. show. Okay. like, people would go on stage and they would and they would do you know uh but yeah. it was all it was all fucking here uh, here we are on, okay okay yep. okay
0: i'm gonna research that go ahead
1: um so he had uh, uh, a few specials uh many years of hosting at the comic uh uh hosting the comics at la's the comedy store have you ever been there uh yes uh, the comedy one in, uh, in hollywood yeah Historical, obviously, um, mostly, yeah. you know, they, they advertise uh, about Richard Pryor, uh, but also so he became friends with Richard Pryor became friends with Robin Williams, uh, uh, Howie Mandel, and other iconic comedians of the later 20th century who went through the comedy store. So it was basically the comedy seller out in New York and the comedy store out in LA. Right. And the thing is, like,
0: it's it, iconic, just, so you know, anyone who's out here visiting. It's iconic. It's great but it's like, oh, we have no real comedians and it's open mic or whatever. It will fill up. They have a, a limit. So like, oh, if you're drunk, I'm like, let's go down there. No, you ain't getting in. You're like, <laughs> you have to go there to get drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like Especially the when seller. there's if good. You do, if you don't have yeah.
1: tickets and you don't want to wait for three hours to get in, right. you're not going to get in.
0: Not going to get in. Yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah. is like That's how I saw them. I was, I was with people who knew one of the comedians performing and was like so we went in like vip like god damn of course that's how we have to go into any club and then i waited in line for 45 minutes for el Torito, and i was like Ay Dios mio this is no bueno
1: <laughs> so this is the time uh saget says that he failed enough in order to really succeed uh he was a huge proponent of of You need to fail as quick as possible and as big as possible because the failures are where you're going to find the real gold, the real gems that help you to succeed uh, uh, beyond that.
0: Fuck you, John. Fuck you, John. Did we just get our Bob Saget moment for the two-sided pod that we're failing both as hard as we ever have in our entire (laughs) fucking career? And then we're learning from how...
1: Fuck you!
0: All right, thanks, Bob. (laughs) I'm going to shut the fuck (laughs) up.
1: So he found his very weird voice in the world of comedy and uh, was quickly rising to the middle of the faceless thousands of comics that come and go every year. But then, in 1987, inexplicably, he was cast as Danny Tanner in this weird children's sitcom called Full House. Uh, We played this OCD neat freak of a widowed father. It became one of the most successful shows of the early 90s if it wasn't number one it was in the top five basically every year of the 90s it started in 87 went for eight years and and after season two it basically it dominated uh the the networks right uh, tens of millions tuned in to view every new episode, and another uh, another another tens of millions of viewers came in to see their syndic when they went uh, when they syndicated when they um, went you know what is that the weekly oh it's not Syn- new episodes it's showing the syndication syndication. syndication
0: yeah yeah that's what you're hoping for
1: <laughs> I get famous answer to anyone who ever watched whoever asked what his favorite episode of that show was is always uh, the last episode. But he met and befriended basically everyone in the cast. Um, uh, John Stamos and Dave Coulier are considered close brothers to him uh, from that point on, and the daughters of the show he really considered daughters and and, and stayed in touch with them, especially uh, uh, Jody Sweeten, uh, but also Candice, uh, Candace right. And even and, and even the Olsen twins, if not as much, but he but... really did stay. Yeah.
0: No, hundred percent, because he did, and everyone he was in touch with was was everyone for, to his through said that he was like a father figure. Yes. However, it did not preclude him from making these horrible jokes about those
1: kids, yes. which was brilliant. Them and Kimmy Gibbler, <laughs> brilliant.
0: Yeah, <laughs> look at you, you fucking scoliosis looking. Okay brilliant as long as it is in an awful okay continue i'm ready i'm ready i'm ready i'm
1: ready and john and this, uh, this goes into the weirdness of his voice the weirdness of his comedy and the weirdness of of how he looked at life and uh, but uh, i digress so at the same time saget was pegged to host america's funniest home videos now it was later renamed america's funniest videos as you said um, because people felt there were homeless people who were making videos and they didn't want to discriminate. So they Correct. got rid of the home part right. of it. Right. Just but like when Ke- he was there, the whole just, time he was there, it was American. It was Chinese American home
0: French today. Home Videos. Just like just like Kentucky Fried Chicken became KFC because America doesn't like fried anymore because we're too fucking fat. Oh, isn't that right? right? Whiskey Chaser. We fucking fat cunts over here. Aren't we? There can be only so, one. There can so, be only one chicken fried master. And it will be me. God so damn it. That show, cha- it! was no. Okay, sorry. out to whiskey chaser. Uh, I, I, I'm so glad you're here. Hope you're listening. Not like Zippy. Zippy just tunes in and shuts up. I adore you. Okay, John, go, go, John.
1: This had a very strict formula of him setting, doing a stupid setup. We'd watch the the stupid video of like a grandma falling off a seesaw, and he overdub it with like down 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 i go and then have some kind of button and so it, it, it perpetuated his um his persona of the goofy america's dad, right. almost almost uh
0: um um uh, vaudeville almost uh meh, 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 meh.
2: well there's
0: yeah. and here she goes a quick easy stupid button Stupid it's button. The,
1: it's the I just flew here from uh, Chicago and boy are my arms tired. It is yeah, literally take my, that w- kind of silly now. Take right. my wife,
0: please, button. Right. Okay. Yep.
1: So that era ended, and uh the first thing that he did outside of um uh Full House and, and America's Funniest Home videos was directing his first movie, Dirty Work. We talked about uh, this recently uh, when with Norm MacDonald.
0: Uh Seriously folks, anyone out there, it's 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 not a great movie. Like anyone who does not like uh, Happy Madison movies of like Happy Gilmore and those if you don't like those, don't look at this one. Like you're not going to be happy. <laughs> but if you get down on Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, uh, Tommy Bo- um, even Tommy Boy,
1: yeah Black, that's Sheep not even- even, yeah,
0: Black Sheep, it's the same vein, but this one is a little more gritty. It's it's just it's a, It's just. It's all of those same movies of the stupidity of like, oh yeah, I, I took my skate off and fucking tried to stab someone on the I, fucking ice. That's the only person who fucking right. got on a penalty on that. It's that, but it was like, <laughs> that's that Saigon whore who bit my nose off. Like, whoa! Right. <laughs> it's aggressively... It's, it's sagitt comedy, but it's a great... Anyone who's seen that, like, yeah. And <laughs> McDonald happened to
1: be uh, uh, Chris Farley's last uh, yep. last movie. Chris uh, Farley's Artie last Lang.
0: movie. Artie Lang. But, but Artie uh, Lang and, and Norm McDonald were the two main characters. Chris Farley was um, alright, it's a street fight. F7! It's like, street fighters like, nope, if you like piña coladas. And there's a whole... Right. He wanted to have street fighting man from fucking the stones playing and instead he hit the wrong button and they have a giant bar fight to if you like pina coladas I'm like yeah. god damn everything is beautiful
1: fight, great it's and, beautiful uh, a quick shout out to don rickles who helped him direct the movie uh, uncredited uh they didn't they it's not the first time they met but they didn't know each other that well up until that movie and uh since then bob saget has called don rickles his second father and so Don Rickles has come up a lot in in everything I've been every every okay. special. If you look at it, he'll totally okay. mention Don Rickles at least once. He uh, the the episodes that he does for his podcast, he, he like Don Rickles. It was a father figure. Too, so uh, so on on, on on my Don, dirty uh, work solidified that
0: on my on my thing, So one of the things that I because I have watched all I know I've watched everything video of Bob Sa- Bob Saget. I have not listen to his podcast and you are way farther than that on me so i will try to naysay. i will try to belittle you i will try to derail you john i will do all of these things however yeah. i have no ammunition and i will i will admit that from the get and then we will continue from here and this is a really fun segment like this is literally you're doing the Literally, anyone else listen? If you're doing the crossword puzzle of the literally, figuratively, uh, actually, actually of of my boy Pete's uh, uh, bingo cards of verbal ticks, this is a good one. Literally, John, I'm excited about this. This is the best one you've done of fun. It's not fun, but it's fun. But fuck you, and I have a little information. And I know you have more, but I'm excited because this is the one you can shoot across my bow. And like, nope, you, you fucking B5, you, you sunk my battleship. I will still make jokes. Okay, go. Continue. I'm excited. Go.
1: Okay, so um, with Dirty Work, in addition to uh, creating a lifelong friendship, uh, that was a very much father-son uh, 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 relationship. With Rickles, with, with Don Rickles. Rickles. Yeah. Um, it, you know, uh, going back on it, you you mentioned those other movies, uh, the the mid to late 90s movies that uh, it was very similar to in the same vein of. But I, there's something about it. Like the amazing theme uh, is the economy of comedy in that movie. It is the See. most economically com- com- comical movie I think I've ever seen. It was amazing because there's very little backstory, if any, about anything, uh, any person. Uh, the transitions are simply jumps to the next moment and uh, the next uh, or the next series of co- uh, comedic circumstances and the the next necessary piece that makes up the whole. They they, okay. they cut out all the fat, which is beautiful right. of it.
0: No, so so. And it's a very difficult thing to do. So I, I know what you're saying there. And in, in a movie, in a, in a cinematic thing, that yeah. they literally just like, boom, boom, boom. You're hitting the high points. It's like, we're doing play-by-play. Like there's yeah. very very little color, right? If we're doing sports fans. But for comedians, it's like, this is the conservation of words. Like how do yeah. I get from my intro to my punchline and I was like, all right, it, uh, fuck, all right. Okay, anyone out there fucking who listens to any fucking old uh, fucking music shows, they called Name That Tune, right? And it's like, I can name that tune in seven notes. I'll name that tune in five. Or I'll name that tune in three. You can't take our lives, but you can take our tunes. And it's like burr, burr, burr. It's, it's it's the same idea where you have the uh, most information in a small space, and 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 to make it okay, because dude, you've seen um, 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 Shecky Leibowitz. What is what is the 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 um, ship um, ship? there's so many movies of the people we love of Billy of who have done a puddle jumper for, for, um, broken lizard. Those guys who yeah. did that going was their overboard. fun going overboard, going over. Yeah. Going overboard was the Shecky yeah. Liebwigs. Right. So every, every people like the, um, the guys who did, um, Super troopers. super troopers super troopers and yep. super troopers Two, and um the island and the the club um, dread yep. club dread and all those like which are good movies in their own rights they did a fucked awful movie <laughs> They and it's out there it's <laughs> awful it's awful <laughs> happy gilmore who has happy gilmore has all these things he did going overboard Going overboard, where he was Shecky Liebowitz, which was a right. uh, fucking awful movie. Right, but you know, it like the tenacity of the thing. Like, here's how you learn your thing, and and he had one. Bob Saget had one movie. It was, it was Dirty, Dirty Work. Work, and it was, God, damn, it was awful and brilliant and awful yep. and brilliant. Brilliant, John. John, I'm, a, I'm, sorry. Sorry. I'm ambivalent
1: about it. Actually, I'm, a, I, I'm ambivalent.
0: I have become less ambivalent and more ambivalent at the same time and I feel like I need to call a doctor. Doctor! Doctor!
2: Woo!
0: I have no idea what ambivalence means anymore and I will use it collectively. I will use it as like, hey, give me that ambivalent fucking lighter. That's true. I'll use it as I'll use it in place. John? John, John L. Peacock, do you, do you realize what just happened with our show? Anyone who's here right now, I will no longer say the word fucking. I will say ambivalent. <laughs> it's because I have it's a it's a broad meaning that means nothing. that means everything. And get
1: my ambivalent host uh, co-host to hand me that ambivalent lighter, please. Hey, if
0: you, if you fuck, if you ambivalent, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't because you fucking John ambivalently looking at me with all of your ambivalently great shows. And, but it's a different because I can't say ambivalent, ambivalent, and because fucking works good. And, Ambi- but anyway. This is a great topic, John. I'm ambivalently ambivalent in.
1: So anyway, uh, uh, the next studio over, while Dirty Work was happening, was being filmed, was a film called Half Baked. And since they were feeling so close to each other, they asked Bob to come in for a small cameo. It literally took one day to film. It literally was thirty seconds long, and this sparked a resurgence in interest of Bob Saget as the comedian
0: you've seen a $1 bill? I know it's not his. I know it's yeah, not that, his. That would be Jon Stewart. Yep. Hi. Hey, I'm i glad you corrected me, but I'm saying the brilliance of the movies that had the stupidity of just like, hey man, you would do stupid shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I have not
1: watched that long enough ago to Good. So he's in the in the rehab, uh, and and uh, Chappelle You ever is that he's dick addicted for weed. Because uh, no, I I not
0: No, I tried to. Because I I know that I know that, but I was doing the fucking thing, so I didn't have to say suck dick for weed, John. Food and it, you, man. I. That's great. <laughs> so I think that everyone. The takeaway from this whole show is John made me yell, suck dick for weed in my apartment complex. And <laughs> I we all knew what it was. I'm not an idiot, but god damn it, I'm an idiot and I'm I'm gonna get a lot of business for the cops coming to me. Fuck you, John. Fuck you very, very, very much.
1: So there was a uh, a comedy special on HBO that he did during the filming of, of um, Full House and America's Funniest Film Videos. It actually was taken off the air and has never been re-released. And, Wait, and oh, Saget, no,
0: no, uh, no, 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 Say that one more time. I, 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 I was, I was literally not listening to you because I hated you so much, but now you said I heard the last words. So say it one more time. I, I'm okay with you now and say it again. Do it one more okay, time. Go, so, go, go.
1: So this is something none of us have seen because there's a comedy special that was filmed on for HBO, uh, one of his stand-ups, during the filming of of um, a, a Full House and America's Funniest Home Videos. So it was in the early 90s. And they they asked him to do it and he did it. And it wasn't necessary. He said my later comedy shows were, were much filthier. So it wasn't that. It's just that people could not distinguish him from his character so it got such horrible reviews that HBO pulled it and they have not even, they, it is nowhere it is, you cannot find it he, he didn't even talk about, he wouldn't say the name of it because it's just one of those things that if you're going to find it it's going to be a black market thing, it's definitely going to be super shady and uh, it's there's no actual streaming of it whatsoever it's being real, erased from history it was not as dirty as his first major HBO show in the 2000s, 2007, which is that ain't right. Uh, so this started to uh, create his his filthy persona. Along with this was uh, obviously the entourage cameos. Uh, the the cameo uh, was uh, of him on Half Baked, and um, you know with the entourage it was him playing a character named him but being really dirty, kind of like uh, Neil Patrick Harris in um, Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle, right?
0: No, hundred percent. But <clears throat> I'm sorry if I coughed right there, everybody, because anyone who's watched uh, Harold Cooper go to White Castle, that is actually Neil Patrick Harris. He, <laughs> it's his
1: name right there in the movie. <laughs>
0: no, no. I mean, I mean, I. It's funny, but I have bought a lot of ecstasy from him, a lot, and. From the Magic Castle, we were in the Magic Castle, and he's like, "Look at this, and there's pills in your pocket." <laughs> <laughs> That's untrue. All of it is untrue. I just work with what you give me, John. Go ahead.
1: So his last uh, major special, which was zero to sixty, uh, you can find on um, uh, Prime. Oh,
0: dude. Uh, yeah, no, that's it's good. No. Okay.
1: okay. All right. All right.
0: Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, the last major one is good. Yeah. No, it's good.
1: So, so he talks about it at the very beginning of the, of the special. He says, you know, uh, someone wanted him to be more Danny Tanner. Like, what? Uh, he was like, what do you want me to do? Dust buzz? And then another woman wanted him to be much filthier. And he, so he pissed on her. And she liked it. And everything was great. And that was his humor. And I think that really... Uh, is the uh, epitome of his comedy. Being him while giving the people what they want. Very kinks, you know, give the people what they want style. I I think that's what makes Bob Saget such a chameleon and makes some people think he's only Danny Tanner. Some people think that he's just the filthy person trying to be the opposite of Danny Tanner. And those who follow him realize he is this really weird, self-reflective comedian uh, that in the moment he will say, oh, I'm saying this filthy thing, and that's not right. And that's, it's, it adds to his comedy in such a wonderful way. I think he's he's such a brilliant comedian because of it. I agree, but
0: I feel like you're picking up on the wrong cues. Well, no, no, I'm sorry. Everything everything John does, I have to naysay. I have to, <laughs> mm, 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 mm. what you understood is incorrect. What I understand is the right, and you are the wrong. Mm. I, it's difficult for me to to communicate the correct way. Anyway, um, so he did those things. Yes, he did those, but it was not that was not his comedy. It was I am I am black or white as a person? What you're, what I feel like in that? Yeah, he he did he got paid to do. Dan Tanner. He got paid to do America's 20's Home Videos. But somehow his agent got him to do that because he was the dick and fart jokes and he was the bitch and cunt and grandma's libido jokes. And he was all those horrible jokes. But he still got to like, well, I don't know. What do you think about it, Kimmy? And as soon as he was not under contract, he was like, Yeah, I'd fucking, I'd fuck Kimmy's eyes straight. Like, whoa. It's comedy. It's a thing. It's a. I, I, he, he was not good. He was, his comedy was not good. It was not bad. He was, he, he was a person who, who I'm going to get paid. I'm going to stay true to my comedy. But, even in my true to my comedy, I'm dr- I'm evil like me, dude. If I ha- if I made millions of dollars with my awful, deviant, horrible comedy, I will still still take care of like oh yeah, he was very awful, but he-, he paid rent for these these good people he loved. These were his family. Like yeah, but he also fucking tried to sink fucking San Francisco because they fucking would give him soft french bread and he was like (laughs) i don't want round loaves i want soft loaves and he's like nope like i have enough money i'm gonna sink them sour
2: dough sour no i say sour no
0: (laughs) i don't know john i'm trying to make a reference here and it didn't work and i feel like you're getting it i'm so glad you said it
1: you're, you're very right because um you know he talks about in that last major uh special that's been released uh, it's 2017 is when it came out he talks about how his dad informed his weird gallows humor from an early age when he was nine his dad just started telling him jokes thinking like uh, like he was a teen but he was telling them at the age of nine and it was because so many people were dying in his family his dad lost most of his siblings very early on um, and, and he lost a couple of siblings early on and so there was this just you know he was talking about like for a while it was a funeral a year And so that 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 tragedy in his life uh, started with his dad and his dad just saying these horrible jokes that at nine he didn't even fully understand. But it just it embedded into him, like with me watching Monty Python at three o'clock in the morning, uh, you know, at nine years old because no one else is awake. And that's the only time I can watch TV because I'm the youngest of six. I got stupid, dry humor embedded in me and he got this humor embedded in him and so Horrible that's,
0: what, that's the roots of it okay yeah that's good no it's good it's like oh he had this but I also couldn't sleep because I had siblings so I watched this so we're all that's funny right. no you're good no no, no I'm <laughs> gonna, I I'm not going to aggressively attack that but like no continue I'm I was I was literally 100% with you until you're like and I couldn't sleep because I had siblings me. Okay. no yeah uh, you're doing good no I'm. I'm listening
1: So his his uh, his uh, persona in the eyes of many, you know, fluctuated back and forth. Then he he did how I met your mother and the voice of him again became America's dad. He was this disembodied voice that um, people just (laughs) began to associate again with the father figure. And so uh, for two decades, one decade after another, he had he there was this resurgence of him being America's dad.
0: So can I tell you? Um, <laughs> I don't care. I don't give a shit. Because I feel like I'm only talking to you on the YouTubes. And no right? One, or no, on the, on the Zoom Zoom Zoos. That's right. Whatever. I don't give a shit. I did not know. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I literally did not know.
1: you like just... it's not in how i make oh oh
0: <laughs> i thought i thought it was the same like um <laughs> remember remember uh fucking um the billy crystal like the the we're on the outback and the fucking
1: Oh, yeah, the the one thing, the
0: one thing. City Slickers. City Slickers, yeah. I thought that was, like, that's not Bob Sag. Like, I didn't understand the voice. Like, nah, it's not. But I wasn't watching it. I wasn't, it wasn't my jam. Like, I watched, like, five or six or seven or 10 or 15 or 94 or whatever. I mean, whatever. You know what, Your Honor, I do not recall. (laughs) I do not recall. (laughs) However... However, I do recall at the time I was like pop, sag. Oh, you son of a bitch. Oh, you
3: son of a bitch.
0: And now and then, and then after I learned of what our people, our people have went through, yeah. I was super angry when they said how I met your father yeah. on a weekly episode. It was like, "Oh, oh no, you didn't" Is that the first show was okay, like it was good, but then it was like it was all about Bob. And now you're like, who's your who's your goddamn who's you get who's you going to be your fucking Seymour? I need more. <laughs> must be blood, must blood! Fresh.
3: fresh,
0: exactly. And that's how we do our next musical, John. So, John, this is the time I want. No, wait, you're doing your show. You do yours, and then I'll pitch you on my next musical episode. So you finish yours. Go ahead.
1: Okay, fantastic. Ahead. So the, to round out his daddy figure, um, he wrote a book in 2014 called Dirty Daddy, um, acknowledging that he has uh, been seen as the, this father figure, this America's dad. That's actually right. uh, you know a title that was given to him. And he's like, I'm not, I'm not Danny Tanner. That was a character. I, that's just not me. My right. humor is, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna cater to the crowd, and if it's an older crowd, I you know I, I I want it to be a little blue because I'm Gallow's humor. I'm that, that's where I go, and so like right. like his of, Pops did, yeah, yeah, like his Pops did. So so when he joked about his his uh, TV daughters and doing horrible things to them, or especially Kimmy Gibbler because she was the neighbor, he also was really close with the actors, and they knew that it wasn't like he wasn't like perverted. He wasn't doing those things. It was just words. And that's what was so funny to him. And that's what I really dig That kind of like that kind of humor and how it presses uh, the envelope is the best kind of humor in my mind is is because it's it's apolitical. It's just it's it's silly for silly sake, you know, to borrow art for art's sake. It really is. And he pushed it further than I think anyone else has in American comedy.
0: So I, I
1: completely agree with you 100 percent. But
0: what he had in his back pocket, where he was able to to do that, and and is that rat killed in your basement? Because it sounded like it was fucking chomping on something. Anyway, um, I can make jokes about you. I can make jokes about whatever. But if you're if you're <laughs> the jokes he makes, you need to have the the. The butt of the joke, co-signing your joke if it's that dirty, like if 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 the jokes I said about you, if you didn't, you didn't co-sign my ginger goddamn fucking look at you in your little neutrino little fucking minority report like you're fucking whatever, thinking about your cognitive precog bullshit, ginger style. I don't know. You and fucking Zippy. We have one more ginger spot left open for precog crimes. Anyway. I know because those are horrible. Anyone who listens to those is like, fuck him. And they, I feel like we just lost two or three viewers. Anyway. Fuck off, John. You're right. Um, it's it, you know your you know your audience. You know how to deal with your audience and you know how to do your your subject. Not your audience, but your subject. Like you can joke about me in all this shit of and you do, and granted I'm more vocal and more aggressive about because gingers don't deserve any place in the world. So granted I have a step forward. but i'm just saying like he he was able to say those things about kimmy gibbler he was able to say things about everyone john You're right
2: right
0: if it was just like if i talked about if i grew up like oh i was just a production manager and i made jokes and did stand up comedy about yeah he was fucking them like whoa holy shit
1: So about the relationships you have with people. Yeah, because he is such a a positive person. And so that's really what I'm, you know, that's the next phase of of what I want to talk about is that he, in his own personal life, is so positive and so caring. And, uh, you know, a couple of the the specials that we've seen, like the first one, which was the super dirty one, that that ain't right, he was actually at NYU for um, a specific, uh, very uh, somewhat rare disease that his sister uh, suffered from, um, and I don't have it down because I I didn't choose to write. No, it no, no, I was drunk no, doesn't matter. Time. Doesn't But it doesn't but matter. That's what Keep it going. He was there for it was. It was that benefit. And so that that kind of that, that awesomeness really has perpetuated um, throughout his entire career. And that's why at his roast, you know, the the big roast. Another thing that that people like. Oh, see that that's that shows how dirty is. But every single person, they end with, "I really don't have a bad thing to say about Bob. He's one of my best friends. He's the most caring person I know. Uh, and and I, you know, that beyond that, I can I can joke about his character, his quote unquote character, uh, the character that he plays. But the real person, he is untouchable because he is such a good person. And that goes back to the the gallows humor being just worse, where. You know, some TV dads uh, have proved to be themselves not so great. And so he uh, has become the most trustworthy father, uh, uh, America's dad, in, you know, recent history. Um, after, uh, after How I Met Your Mother, uh, uh, you know, the entourage uh, um, uh, cameos that he did. Uh, He did a a series called Strange Days with Bob Saget. I wasn't able to see this because I had to pay for it. But it's him uh, exploring subcultures, strange subcultures of America, which is right up his alley. And so I I just wanted to mention it, even though I have really not much to say about it because I didn't watch it and I don't want to talk out of school. But um, it just is the same thing that he's been doing his whole life. And so I'm trying to paint this picture that I've been seeing looking at his larger body of work and not at these little specific things. Oh, he said too many curse words. He said the F-bomb like 400 times and that ain't right. Therefore, he must be a filthy comic. No, it's words. It's just words.
0: As we say as we say, just words because they're just words because John L. Peacock won't say just words. They're just words. There's nothing about him, but he won't say them But apparently, it's okay for Bob Saget to say all the words, and it's okay for him.
1: So did you look up, or uh, do you remember the the aristocrats joke? No, I (laughs) know.
0: You know
1: what?
0: I I know the joke.
1: So I I mentioned this on our our, uh, Tuesday chat, that in it, in addition to it being a, a documentary about one of the dirtiest jokes out there, because the whole point of the joke is that you can riff on it, much like jazz, uh, and make it as as personal slash just dirty as you want it to be. Come I on, think baby. it's also the documentary is is really about the the structure of comedy and how a comedy is like jazz. And how it's it's not about the song, it's about the singer. It's not about the joke, know, it's about the, the comedian.
0: 100. I'm I'm with you. Okay, so uh, I have such a hard time. We had this conversation. We had it on air and we had it off air, and like John is trying to bring this into our fun segment. Like, bro, I understand. I get it. Like, there is a fun thing. There is a serious thing, but it's like jazz. It's a thing. Like, yeah, I'm with. I understand science of comedy i get it but it doesn't have to revolve around the actively worst it and the joke if you take so here's my deal john here's my deal i guess i was thinking about it if you take a joke to its basest form Mm -hmm. and like here are the here are the actions that happened here here is here's the thing like that's That's uh, give me a little premise, a little something to work with, yeah. And, like, yeah, like all you're doing at that point, here's here's here are the actions that happened, and now my joke is to try to get out of this hole because I can't say all these things that are happening. And everyone has a different way of trying to not say the things that are happening. The things that are happening, right. Yeah, totally. <laughs> right, and you're, so you're... The comedic joke is try and get out of a hole. Yeah. And I'm with it. I'm I'm great. I'm with it, but uh, it needs to be different. It needs to be like, hey, here's... Why don't you fucking untie some knots and fucking go down a zip line and like i've been watching a lot of survivor lately you guys my whole thing is there's different ways to get out of holes than just saying dick and fart and cunt (laughs) jokes all i'm saying i'm classy my jokes are classy fuck that they're not classy but i don't (laughs) i don't want to change them fuck them anyway john
1: so it leads us to uh his podcast so the podcast is
0: and this um, is all you this is all you i can't i have nothing yeah,
1: yeah. Is, oh, oh oh yeah this is all me because you haven't seen it or, or listened to any of it. it's also any, on any YouTube, of so it. you can't you can actually see it uh but um bob saget's here for you is the title of the podcast uh and it started april 20th 2020 uh right after the lockdown um, um, and he chose the date, even though he's a professed non-smoker, um, he says it just, it just, uh, bottles him up and he feels he can't get out of himself. Uh, but, uh, a quote from the first episode, uh, he said, someone said, uh, to me shortly, um, uh, someone said to him shortly before the po- podcast that he was Batman and his response to that person in, in, in the episode was, well, as long as you need me, I'll be here. And uh, in, in going forward, uh, I think episode seven or, or, or nine, he's talking with Howie Mandel, who he met at the at the comedy store. Um, and he said, I like to say things others can't because they're just words. And I, I've been referencing that. But that's the actual quote he said. And that's where it comes from. And he embodied his comedy, this weird, scatological theater of the absurd in many ways. A, a break from reality, um, as long as the listener is willing to go on that strange ride, you know, they're buying the ticket, they're taking the ride. It's very gonzo in certain Fuck ways, yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, so, uh, things beyond his uh, comprehension of actual reality, things so crazy that the only thing to do is laugh at the absurdity of it all. That's the kind of, of comedy that he was, and that's See, why, the- being such a good man, he's able to say such horrible things and and laugh at it and laugh himself at it because he's like that's not that's just that's nothing
0: right he yeah. found this right. this perfect line because of of where we're talking about the electric daisy carnival and we're talking about hunter thompson and we're talking about these comedians like and unquote unquote comedians and we're talking about the 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 the, the, the nice comedians like here you're writing the line of like fuck it but not fuck it But no, Dan Tanner, like, fuck these twins, like, but not fucking, but fuck them. Like, well, right. (laughs) You, and somehow he, he was one of the closest people who, who literally, literally, figuratively, aggressively, mark it off, people, mark it off, accurately. I'm going to keep saying words until you all get all four corners. You call in on two-sided pot, gmont.com with your. Uh, bingo card of Pete's, uh, stupid words. And then you're
1: bingo and we're in. (laughs) So that's Bob Saget's humor. He's not quite Danny Tanner. Uh, though he actually in the, in the podcast, he started to say, I'm kind of becoming more and more Danny Tanner. I'm cleaning more. I'm, I'm disinfecting more. I'm, I'm being more OCD uh, I'll love that character. Um, uh, though it still, it, it also can be said that he's a, more of America's dad. One cool thing about the podcast and one reason why I want to promote it and a big reason why I wanted to do Bob Saget as a, as a segment is uh, that he goes and he he had this uh, thing, at least for the first couple episodes. I don't know how long it lasted. I'm about 20 episodes deep and it's still happening where he people would call in and leave a message and ask a question. And if he liked it enough, he would call them back live on air, very similar to a a stereo, where he would say, hey, it's Bob Saget. And they're like, what, really? And they had a phone conversation. And he would say, so there's something you wanna ask me? And they'd ask him random things like, what was your biggest flop? What are you doing during COVID? What are these random things? And it was just him talking one-on-one with super random non-famous people uh, and and then also bring on famous people, John Stamos and Howie Mandel and others. But uh, um, um, Macaulay Culkin um, was one of his first no, guests. But no, like no that, that connection that he had was him again, kind of crowd work. You, what you're talking,
0: what you're talking about yes. is crowd work. What you're talking yeah. about is crowd work, bro. Like, take a breath. Like, I feel like you're getting like anyone who's watching YouTube. If you're fucking get some, smash that subscribe button, and then like. Get that alert button. Like, John is <laughs> red. He's sweaty. Look at him. God damn. He's excited about things. You guys, let's all support John. No, he did good. Like, bro, you didn't know. I'm with you 100%. So, also, smash that subscribe. <laughs> Hit that alert. Also, all of our profiles are in. But no, he, he did all of the things, John, what you're saying. No. I, I just yeah.
1: and, and, and his humor which I want to actually praise you for Pete um, because I, I see your humor as being um, a, a unique aspect of yourself and I haven't really seen that and it, it, that direct kind of humor in other comedians and Bob Saget, really when I did the deep dive I started to see that uh, that kind where it was self-reflective, uh, even in the moment where you you would you you would comment on your joke in the middle of the joke, and that would still make it funnier. Um, God in many ways, um, uh, breaking down walls, barriers, and boundaries to simply break into another human being, person to person, and say the stupidest thing imaginable to, to make that person smile for a little while, and that that is is beautiful. That is weird, and that is uh, something that I. I Wanted to bring out in in this. Fuck kind of you,
0: no, but but literally, yes, hundred percent with Bob Saget. Like he did, he had those those moments of like, oh, the entire world has left. <laughs> like, but why not write and not? He wouldn't aggressively <laughs> right. say he wouldn't aggressively say right. Like, but why not? And like, try to slowly turn and make the jokes. Like, fuck, we got seventeen thousand people. Like,
2: Babba.
0: John, fuck you. Um, my whole thing is, I, I, I have a shot
1: ready. I and I let me finish go. this out. I'm almost done. Let me let me, let so me just finish this out because I so, got you know, a couple more things. So, uh, his his major like spider web of influence and his deep deep uh, um, uh, material for people to digest. You said you saw all the video stuff, right? You didn't see all of uh, How I Met Your Mother. You didn't see all of Fuller House, right? These are the things I didn't even really touch on so much. Right. Um, But this this influence on countless comedians and his kindness uh, and humanity affecting even more than his comedy, Bob Saget is going to be with us forever. So that quote that he had in his very first episode of his podcast of as long as you need me, I'll be there. I feel is true. As long as we need him, Bob Saget is going to be there, and he lived his life uh, to fulfill those words. He really, really did, and it's something that it's an inspiration and has motivated me in beautiful ways. Uh, so, regardless of how much time he actually spent on the earth, as long as you need me, I'll be there. I truly believe it, and um, I'm, I'm excited for more, for more Bob Saget, because there will always be more, and I'm 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 diving deeper. That's it. Uh, the worst. Uh, the
0: worst I adore you you're the worst you're making like oh and and here's how I finish an essay and make people feel feelings and this is how I feel and my hands are up and now people see and look I'm in a, a steel, like no no everybody puts their fingers up <laughs> Hadn't been forgotten I Joe. Now I've been a long time ago. Even though stupid, John. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it, man. Fuck you. No, the thing is, like, yeah, he did he did a horrible like I can't even remember now. Let's not let's not talk about ah fuck you, John. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give this to you. I'm gonna give this to you. Finish the show.
1: Sources they for this uh, episode of Two Sided have been for the serious, um, HBR, uh, which is uh, HarvardBusinessReview dot org, HBR dot org, uh, and uh, FrontierSin dot org, all for uh, ambivalence for the fun. And I'm I'm honest right now. I can look at you straight in the eye. Uh, every episode, every source was Bob Saget. And so I'm going to go through some sources because Bro. I want to give him some shout outs. But no, it was all Bob Saget's words. And so stuff. Yeah. So BobSaget.com is a great thing. Uh, but obviously, Full House is on HBO. America's Funniest Home Videos is on Prime. Uh, some specials that ain't right. HBO, uh, the Comedy Central Roast. Um, uh, the Aristocrats is a documentary on Prime. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, and Zero to 60 also on Prime. How I Met Your Mother uh entourage on hbo hot ones was a great great episode if you you like hot ones
0: watch that episode please that's our next uh uh, that's our next thing we're going to be doing hot ones not hot ones like we're going to shout out hot ones but we're talking about hot sauce fuck off go ahead john go ahead
1: um bob saget is here for you which is his podcast it's basically on all platforms um dirty work which came out in 98, same as Half-Baked. Both of those are awesome uh, and available on HBO. Fuller House is a Netflix reboot uh, aired from 2016 to 20. And The Aristocrats, um, a documentary by uh, Penn Gillette and Paul Provenza 2009. He also talked about a a comedy special. He had a, a new hour in 2020. I believe he was able to record it if not the official one, I think that they are going to eventually release his new hour because he talks about that being a new special that was going to be recorded way back when. And so look out for that one as well. 100%. No,
0: 100%. And then uh, there was, uh, we have video camera footage of me and John and Bob going through a forest, finding a dead body it's called Stand By Bob. We're also going to do a, uh, we have a lot of footage of a war documentary where we invaded uh, France and it's uh, saving private Bob, saving right. private Sag- Sa- Saget. Like we didn't Say know him that Saget. well. We didn't know his first name. It was like, yeah. So all those, all those are happening. Um, also, you can follow us on YouTube live. Uh, you s- smash that subscribe button. If you like what you're seeing here, Oh, you'll love what Giorgio brings, because Primo is nothing. I got nothing, John. Like literally, every time we go on live, we lose
1: followers. That's all right. That's all right. We got whiskey chaser, and we know she's amazing. So here we go. No, no.
3: Guys, I'd just like to say the ambivalence in this show has been out fucking standing. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it <up. laughs>
0: Girl, fucking shit. Okay, my ambivalence to <laughs> this is I'm going to use this in so many different ways. I watched how you decorated your windows in the holidays, in the holidays. There are gonna be only one. a beautiful uh, beautiful window dressings with fucking paint. I was ambivalent to it. I don't know what that means. But I just want to say that I saw your window panes. They were fucking awesome. Fuck! I don't know, John. Words mean nothing to me. I don't know. I mean, I don't know much, but I know that they'll never take our freedom or our window paintings.
1: Um, I have have to do a Scottish accent for an audition coming up, and it has to be stupid. So I don't know what we're going to do with the window panes. It's what I'm going to do for the scorchest action, no. even though no. I knew this is not a good one.
0: Wow. Good school. Wow, that's so I'm gonna go on I'm gonna, I'm literally gonna before she puts in her fucking message, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it for her. That was super <laughs> fucking offensive. <laughs> like aggressively offensive of like hey, hey, do you Hey, um...
1: Hey, middle America.
0: No, no. Hey, S- hey, Scotland resident. Do you want to do your impression of a person who was born in Arizona and identifies as a cowboy but lives in New York and has no idea what their <laughs> life is like? <laughs> then go ahead. Good on you. Like, wow, bro. No. she don't know... Fuck you! The oh, cool.
1: No, the real Scottish accent is a, a bit more uh, uh, meticulous and, and, and specific. Yeah, I know that, of course. But I want to do a very uh, extreme one, and therefore, that you got to have the uh, that they go from here until tomorrow.
0: Well, wow, my favorite thing is that John wouldn't let me do any uh, Eastern Indian but he did that, and got very offensive, so I'm super happy. So I mean, who's to call in and aggressively <laughs> cancel him? Like, this is how – this is great. Like, somehow I I became the good one of the show? Like, you're aggressively offending cultures,
1: and I – thought are going to be the only one, John? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, going straight to Braveheart every single time you need to do the accent is probably the best thing you can do. Uh, I'm sorry, Highlander first, and then, I love you, I always have, I know that is Braveheart, so don't tell me you are not doing Braveheart in addition to there can be only one, which is Highlander. Yes, I understand your so, co- connections. Hey, dummy.
0: Hey, dummy, because no one's leaving the messages, so it doesn't matter what the words are, it's how your accent goes. And then that's how you pull in close because your shit is ridiculous.
1: Hey, right? Speaking of that, no, 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 no,
0: no, 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 John. What we're doing now is I I thought about it previously. I had a shot poured. I poured it over my lap after I picked up my anti John L. Peacock flag. So now when I'm trying to pour correctly, you would pour a shot and let's do it and shut the fuck up. And if anyone likes this, like, wow. Hey, you guys like people getting shit house on YouTube <laughs> hey so kids. Nice subscribe button this is awful Let's, like literally this is the worst like this
1: is, this is going to be you, a- okay, listen to dirt
0: like
3: I appreciate the effort like the actual effort that you're putting in to do a Scottish accent even though it's absolutely shite and That's sounds right. nothing like a Scottish accent I appreciate that so thank you <laughs>
0: Thank John, do you, want, do you want to go first or should I appreciate that it sounds like shite do you want to go I, first
1: John I appreciate the effort you're, you're putting into the scorch accent even though <laughs> <laughs> and you alright
0: Here's here we go with squeeze chaser uh, we're going to go a uh, short and uh, I know you're staying up late. Your children are, are fucking wee children are sleeping. The fucking madness. fucking probably fucking roaming around the house. I don't know. <laughs> the, I don't know, John. Fucking, I, here we go. Let's I, all fucking. I
1: appreciate you. having a shot with me. Can I, I appreciate you. All your your kids are going to school.
3: School.
1: All you going to school. Hey, was
0: we'll kid chaser. If I can push you on stereo, get you old man. If I can have a shoult with us, cause your kids will be in school tomorrow. I don't Okay, that's the worst. Like we're not <laughs> I love you more than like not you, like I love you. Like I'm not being aggressively weird, but I'm not trying very... to be I can't do Indian anymore. I wanna do Scottish. I can't do Irish <laughs> Like, things are, my fucking comedy accents are getting slower and further between, and I'm trying to get as much as I can out of them before they get cancelled, because, oh, shit, I'll get Indian. I will fuck John. He, he's frozen. I'm trying, John, no, what are you doing? Fuck you, John. Do a shot. God damn it. Cheers.
1: Ah, cheers. Nope.
0: What are you doing? Fuck
1: you, John. Is there anything you would like to um, take a second stab at, a second look, a second guess, second opinion?
0: No, uh, you're trying to retraction corner. Hey, dummy, 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 dumb stuff. Um, so what you're trying to do is shut the show down. Because you have shit to do, you got a text, and you're looking at a lot of phone issues instead of, you know, things. Um, So therefore, I don't fucking care. Um, What I regret is you. Oh look, I got eye contact, and it went away. I also regret. Um, the fact that uh, our show, which is goddamn yeah, brilliant, you guys, you understand how good the show is? Like our actual show, it's super good. I regret that our amazing time for this show infringes on my time with my friend John Peacock because I get about six hours a week to do show or friendship and I have to no no it's super good because the thing is I've worked the last two months to get myself into his will so if he dies from weird circumstances maybe being a wheat thresher accident I will get all of his hot sauces and I don't have to worry about the shit anymore However, right. if no wheat threshers run through New York, Brooklyn, fucking Park Slope in our purview, then we're all fucked. <laughs> <laughs> you want to answer anything, John? My thing is like, shut the fuck up. No, no, you're going to talk to me. Shut the fuck up. We're on camera. Goddamn whiskey chaser. Like, this is on... This is like... Oh, girl. <laughs> I'm gonna let you know. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, there's camera shits, right? Like, I see you, you see me, and, like, everyone's in you. Psh, oh, girl. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> no, no, we're not doing bell of the bow. We're doing fucking fucking. Mm, Girl, Till Zippy we called earlier. We love the fucking. Uh, no, I was gonna say two sided was the fucking. Where's the show? Little two pieces. Pieces, the pieces lost of, and found. Lost and found. Pieces eight. Oh, pieces eight. That no, that's a pirate show that I was watching earlier. <laughs> lost and found. And also, anyone who's watching in the U.S., it, they've done a time change over there. I don't know if you guys like fucking uh, hemispherical fucking time zone shit, but they're now 2 p.m. on Wednesdays instead of 1 p.m. on Wednesdays
1: in Pacific. Pacific. Uh, right. And so that would be one fifty-four. It's now 5 p.m. Eastern instead of 4 p.m. Eastern. And, yeah. Yeah, would be... yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah, no, I want, no, yeah, and it would have to be your bull
0: other than Greenwich my bull. A- no, Greenwich, like there would be, I would, there'd be fisticuffs flying, John, if we had to say Greenwich. I promise you, I'm a learned man, <laughs> and my house smells of rich Corinthian leather
1: and walnut and you will so, not say nay so for those who've missed it uh uh one of the uh what do you call founding members of two-sided uh, members uh, given us uh, given us a uh, uh uh um inspirational inspired uh sound and i'd like to play it one last time
0: i would say right. it would be an, I no john john Yep. i'm before you do that, I need you to actively be aware of what you're playing. First off, I need to say that it is an actively infected sound because what you have done and what it sounds like is not good. We can't hear it super
1: good. No, no, okay. no, no. We're gonna we're gonna play it all. Okay, ready?
2: <laughs> yeah. i'm a fact finder and i'll remind you believe when i say i research this all day but we are two sided parts. You need to rebut all I say with all of your rage. Tell me why I've got red hair and ginger pews. Tell me why you bitch and moan it's all you do. Now
0: it's time to get drunk and go on stereo. That's the two-sided way. Jesus Christ! That Jesus Christ! (laughs) But literally, brilliantly, like that was that was a good mix. But I actively all the questions to his all the answers to his questions were. Work John's a fucking idiot, um, <laughs> but no, that that literally, literally, figuratively, accurately, actually, aggressively, actually, all of the
2: easy's.
0: Your first playback was bullshit, John. This turns out we're gonna be stars, John. <laughs> we're gonna be fucking stars. Hey.
1: Let's, let's do a shot and let's get out
0: of here. Let's get ready for yeah, the green no. room in, in four minutes. Right? No. Are we doing. Fucking... Oh, shit. It's Thursday. We got a green. Jennifer! All right, guys. This is bullshit. Okay, let's do green room. Let's do a shot and we'll do green room. I got, dude, I got. I have a casserole that's going to be cooked later on. Like I... <laughs> no, for reals. Like, I have a sure. casserole. Shh. I poured. Cheers.
1: Cheers. All right.
0: Get on your mic. Bing, 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 bing. Hey. Smash that. Wow. You did too soon. Smash that subscribe button. (laughs) Uh, uh.
2: Smash that subscribe button.
0: Get that uh, alert button. Uh, Anything down on the left the right. Back and left, back and left. Think about it as a Kennedy a fucking Zapparito film. Back and left, back and left. John, it's on you, baby. Fox.
1: shit. Yeah. We have our All open up. chat show on stereo every Tuesday. Same start time as tonight. So if you'd like to join us or you want to throw some topics out there for these uh, two-sided podcasts, you can email us, sidedpod at gmail.com. That's sidedpod at gmail.com. And remember to join us in the green room. It's going to be 30 after the hour, so in about three minutes, uh, for our after-show wind-down. That's a wrap for tonight. I'm John L. Peacock out in Brooklyn, New York.
0: As I'm my boy, Pete, and I love you. Oh, have. half. You're welcome in the green room.
1: This was our show. Join us live on stereo next and every <laughs> Thursday, five p.m. Decem- 5 Pacific, eight p.m. Eastern, as we talk about the two sides of life. I almost have this. Shut up! The Fuck you, John. Don't read and shit. Serious. Here on two sided. I <laughs> love you, Pedro. Yeah.
0: I uh, I fucking put up with your bullshit, John. I love you. Always have. Fuck you, John.
2: This is bullshit. This is honestly, literally, bullshit.